what's happening guys part two with Andine thank you once again for being on thank you so much love being here so competing versus lifestyle you've done both what's the difference how, how would so that's what we're going to talk about let, yeah. me, let me not just get straight into it <laughs> <laughs> let's start with how, how many shows have you done I have done uh, November was my fourth show and then I'm prepping for my fifth now. so was that one a year no so I started in 2013 and I did two very close because it was NABBA so the first one was like provincial yeah and then you obviously have to place there and then it was nationals so I did that so that was 20 that was like August September 2013 then had a little bit of a break and then I decided I wanted to do WBFF South Africa in 2014 so I did that and then um, I was keen to actually do another show after that but then kind of in the initial stages of that prep is when I realized that my relationship with food myself training had it was it needed a lot of work so then you know I pulled out at that point and then spent quite a few years um, healing building my relationship up again um, and you know getting myself to where I want to be and it was so strange because you know it was uh, it actually was never ready on the cards for me to compete again because I just walked such a tough journey and I was so I got to the place where I finally wanted to be where I was so happy with my lifestyle and my body and everything and I was kind of like I don't really want to rock the boat and then this like this crazy thing happened where I just like flipped it on its head and I said you know because I do I love I love being a competitor I love being an athlete I love getting up on stage and performing I love it and for so long I couldn't do it because I wasn't in the right place to do it and then I mean it was a risk but I was like I'm gonna challenge myself and show myself that I can do this properly and you know you don't because I think a lot of people when they compete they fall into that very toxic mindset which is very damaging and I wanted to show myself that it can be done with your head and your heart in the right place no crazy restrictions and And was that last year so that was last year yeah so that's why there was such a big gap in between and I mean to come back on that stage last year and go through that journey it was just one of the most it was like one of the best moments of my life um and even now you know i'm prepping for my next show going out of that show into this one i haven't had any issues no binging no like horrible like bad immune system sick all the time or hating what i'm doing it's just been really amazing so yeah i'm so glad that i healed myself so that i could do what i love again yeah and those those time that those years that you're kind of trying to find yourself again and maybe you're recovering mm. how would you say your training initially okay no, let's go from when you were almost you found it toxic to be doing what you're doing and then yeah. the healthy and unre- the unhealthy relationship yeah. started i think you know there was so much trial and error in that period of time there were times where i wasn't training there were times where you know my body was so fatigued and i couldn't train then i was trying yoga then i was trying pilates then I was trying, I was trying so, you know, I think I was trying to like find myself again. Um, So I was trying, and I mean, I love Pilates and yoga and all these things, but I was trying all these different things to kind of 
find where I belong again. Yeah. Um, but I know where I belong and I know what I enjoy doing, but I just wasn't really in the right place to do it. So when I eventually got through that, you know, like I was able to do more of the lifestyle training that I love, which is strength and hit and explosive and, you know, just being fit and healthy and enjoying my exercise, you know, feeling comfortable in my body. And that's where I was able to finally get back to. Yeah. And also, I think when you're constantly jumping between things, you're not mm-hmm. going to see results. Because if you're constantly mm-hmm. trying this, trying that, your body's not going to know what's going mm-hmm. on. Your body's not going to know what to what type of response to give. Mm-hmm. So that's also, we, we basically want to define competing versus lifestyle and how, what the differences are. And also, you want to focus on certain things when you dieting and training for competition and when you're yeah. doing lifestyle and, or even, lifestyle, I don't want to say dieting because, Dieting, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because dieting can sound negative, and people can have negative associations with diets. Yeah. So you want your diet in inverted commas to be a lifestyle. Definitely. And how would you? Also, but you can make competing into a lifestyle. There's just a certain amount of time, maybe right before the show, where you can't be, you know, lifestyle-ish. Yeah, you've got to be quite. I mean, look, I really feel like I've managed to make my prep lifestyle. The only thing that's tricky is having to get the food in. Mm. But, you know, if I have a day here or that there, it's not the end of the world at this point in time because it's a bit far out still. Mm. Obviously, as it gets closer, you do have to rein certain things in. But, you know, but that comes with time. I think, you know, when you've done this a few times, you learn how to kind of emulsify your lifestyle and your goals and everything. But... I think a lot of people, you know, they believe like dieting is this horrible and restrictive and horrible thing, especially, you know, even if you are trying to stand on stage and fair enough. I mean, there's a lot of people out there who do enforce that on people and give it a bad name. Um, But the difference for me with lifestyles, that's not lifestyle. Like lifestyle has to be something that is, and I'm not saying that comp prep is restrictive. Like I've proven to myself and there are people who can show you how to do it properly. Um, Unfortunately, there's a lot of people who aren't doing it properly, but with lifestyle it has to be sustainable enjoyable like I always say in between your goals and what you're trying to achieve is a thing called life that you've got to live and enjoy it as well you can't do something that is restrictive and deprivation and all of this other crazy stuff and do it as a lifestyle it will never work never never work that is the power that went up but don't worry it didn't affect us good in it no so we are good guys we get this to you regardless of load shedding (laughs) we dedicated like that so I've personally for myself when I was when I were talking earlier about me going to Worlds Mm. that was a very negative time in terms of how I looked at dieting and how I looked at training Mm -hmm. I definitely lost a lot of not really lost but I shut out a lot of people a lot of friends yeah and that's the biggest thing when you go into a competition you can't do that Mm -mm. you can't obviously the correct people will understand Mm. but also people that are close to you but not super super close still need to see you you Mm. can't completely close yourself Mm. off to the world you need to find a yes as well you need to find a balance and you need to obviously you can't go out drinking with your friends if you're four weeks out from a show yeah. but you but can you can still go out yes with your yes friends. of course i did that exactly four weeks before i went last year yeah went to an event 
Um, and, you know, it was so nice to get dressed up to be like good music, good vibe. And I mean, you're looking your best. Drank, Why don't you want to go? Yeah. And then I drank my water and everyone's like, oh, Dean, we can't believe you're here because you've got your show. And I said, why not? I said, I'm having a great yeah. time. I got the lovely chefs to make me rice and chicken. And I'm having, I actually, I had an amazing time. Yeah. And, you know, so many people want to like restrict and like seclude themselves and you don't have to no. you know? I feel some people maybe do it because they think the more I sacrifice the better I'm going to look where at the end of the day it could negatively affect you and you might actually not look as good because you're missing out on so much of life exactly I mean I, when I was in varsity I literally we used to go out to a club and I would go out during the evening and go out and have my meal mm. while all my friends were drinking yeah. in the club in my car and they quickly come back yeah. and everyone's like I don't know how you're doing it I'm like well I don't know how you drink every single yeah. evening so everyone has different aspects of how they see their lives and now currently how far out of you how far out from your show um, are you basically five months out to the five months. Moment, like a couple of days away from five months out and how would your so let's say you're five months or you four weeks how what's the difference in training and eating well I mean it's I think every prep is going to be different I mean it really depends how your body's responding yeah. like you know I can tell you what I did last time but I can't I can't I mean with my coach I have no idea he's gonna it yeah. depends how my body's responding but what I love about my coach is that I'm in it for the long haul you know it's the same thing like I'm not here to do it's the same thing with lifestyle I'm not here for quick fixes or this or this or this because I think if you are then you can make prep and things like really horrible for yeah. yourself um there goes I'm a bike Right here. Right here. Well, if you guys are hearing like... this, I'm sorry. Okay, it's good. Okay. Um, but I'm, I've actually lost my train of thought now. Uh, you were talking about five, how your thing might change this time, your prep might change this time because you don't know exactly how Oh, and I was talking about the consistency. So honestly, the crappest part of my prep, of a seven-month prep, was peak week mm. because that felt like the first week where my coach dieted me. Yes. So... Broccoli, chicken, rice, know this, know that. It was for not even a week. It was yeah. for six days. Which is ideal. If you're talking about competition, most people think you're going to sacrifice most that much for 12 weeks. Exactly. But, you know, if you're doing things right, if you're being consistent, you've got a good coach who knows what they're doing, then there's no, it, you know, there's no reason to go to such extremes. Yeah. Like, I was eating... I mean, up until a week before, I was still having like my chicken with my pad thai sauce and rice yeah. and broccoli and sweet potato fries with bergamot. I was still having those things a week before I stood yeah. on stage. So, you know, I think it just depends like, you know, who you're working with, like how long or how willing you are to put the time in to do things properly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that really is at the end of the day, the difference as well with like competing and lifestyle is... You know, competing is definitely up a notch. You've got to be, you've got to be more focused, and you know, there is room if you're doing it the right way. You know, no one's perfect, and yeah. if there's not a perfect day, it's fine. But if you're doing things extremely under the uh, incorrect guidance and stuff, it can be terrible for you. Yeah. And the same thing as lifestyle. You know, it depends who you're getting your advice from. And, you know, if you have a, it's always about consistency at the end of the day. So if you miss a workout here, 
or you've had a stressful day, like it's fine, just pick up and carry on. Obviously, if you're competing in a show and you're like four weeks out, like you know, you can't really be missing anything. Yeah. It's because you can't say, Oops, I slipped up and had a pizza. You can't re- like, whereas if it's lifestyle, you can I mean, be like, you, Okay, you can, yeah, yeah, but then if that is then don't be upset when you need to work a little bit harder going into it closer to the top, exactly. Or you know, you have to stand up there going. Sure, but like, have I done everything yes. that I can to to make to give it my best yeah. out there? So it's a bit different, you know. With lifestyle, it's a bit like, you know, if you like missed, you had a bad week, or this is happening, it's fine because yeah. it's part of lifestyle. And you're still gonna have a great body, and you're still gonna be happy, and everything's still gonna be amazing. But you know, prep is just definitely things turned up yeah. a notch, you know. Well, I, I mean, I've had clients if I've helped them for a show, and they say. When do I have to stop cheat meals? I'm like, what do you mean you have to mm. stop cheat meals? Mm. They say I used to stop six weeks after my old coach. I'm like, I'm not saying I'm not saying now you have to stop when because I need to see how your body looks. Exactly. And also, if I say, I mean, I, I personally cheated a week before my show. I, I mean, I literally had. I, I, I'll be honest I had a bit too much I was I was. well you were fine I was fine exactly you still won <laughs> exactly so I, I was fortunate enough to but also I knew how my body could react and I knew I deserved it exactly and also that comes with experience yeah and also your body needs cheat meals there's so many people out there who's like I don't need to have a cheat meal I'm I'm my mind's strong enough that not going over cheat meal so you literally get to eat nice food and you'll probably look better the next day exactly if you've been dieting correctly and then you have a cheat meal inverted commas cheat meal because actually it's not really a cheat meal it's almost a refeed meal don't think you have if you're dieting correctly five days the sixth day you have a cheat meal the seventh day nine times you're going to look leaner yeah exactly so you can actually benefit from having a refeed a pizza a donut it depends what it is Obviously, if you go eat for you go eat ten thousand calories in one day, you might not look better the next day. But if you eat one meal after a workout, that's yes, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the most. That's definitely like the biggest differences. I think also you can. I mean, I like to prep people on. You can have three different options per meal, four different options per meal. You don't have to eat chicken and rice you can have if you don't want chicken you can have lean mints if you don't want lean mints you can have ostrich if you don't want then it becomes more of a lifestyle when you can go to a restaurant you'd be like okay I could have had chicken but now I can see how many calories or whatever in this meal then you know how to plan and you know how to go out and enjoy your life you can still go out for dinner with your family and be able to eat what everyone else is eating in a sense in a tweaked you know but that's also the thing is I think so many people think like Oh, I've got to eat this way and I can't have this and I can't. it's it's nonsense if you just put in a little bit of effort into what you're doing you can create delicious meals that help you achieve your goals that are yummy yeah and you know that make you not feel deprived and restricted like it's just I think it's a it's a mentality issue yeah. at the end of the day and how you view it and how much effort you're willing to put in just that little bit of effort to make it I mean I'm on prep now and I don't it's like it's enjoyable I don't feel like I'm being this or that I haven't had any binging I mean a lot of girls part post show they generally go crazy with food and guys as well well. sorry I'm always like very girl oriented no don't worry Um, guys girls anyone who restricts themselves to a negative extent is going to rebound badly and it's, it's the same, I mean, that's the same with lifestyle too. Like if you're going to restrict yourself and you're not going to create, like I have my clients who message me and say, oh, Dean, I really feel like a chocolate. So I'm like, eat it. 
have that chocolate. Yeah. Oh, but then I feel like I can't stop. So it's like, okay, so every time you feel like one, let yourself have one because you're not going to have that Maybe feeling of, yeah. oh, I need to have like five because I'm never going to eat them yeah, again. Yeah. I, I've, I've personally, I've done that a lot where I'm like, I need to smash in as much food as I can in this hour because I know for another week I'm not going to. And it's also, it's and negative it doing work. it like that. It's, yeah. you know, lifestyle, I mean, it, it's balance, you know, if you going to like a friend's birthday and you want a glass of this or a glass of that or you know you want to have a slice of cake like have it you yeah. know it's just but there, there's also a fine line between um, uh, I need it mm. or I'm just like it would be nice to have it yeah so also you need to find that balance where you know like you've been so good mm. you you actually do deserve it mm. or it's just like it would be super easy just to give in now mm. and I think it's, the, it's, it's once you have once it becomes a lifestyle then you know if you deserve it if you don't deserve it yeah. if it's just easy to say yes because everyone else is doing it yeah well you know you uh, I always like for me I try to go away from like I deserve it or I've been good or I've been bad because yeah. I'm like you're building a lifestyle that should be enjoyable regardless so it's not about like do you deserve it it's like if you feel like having it today have it because you know you can yeah. you know that you're being consistent you know that by having that bit of this or this that you know that it's not going to flip and like wreak havoc because yeah. it's not as long as it's not oh I need it every single day yeah but when you give it when you start to give yourself the freedom and you're balancing it out you won't need it every no, single true, day yeah. because you know if you want it you can have it and that it reduces your cravings yeah. so much and if you're putting in the effort to build a lifestyle where your food is healthy but it's delicious you just don't feel the need yeah. to you know so it's, you want something you can't have yeah. the moment you shut that switch off when it's like I can have that if I want then but I mean that. if I have it today if I have it tomorrow it's not going to affect me mm-hmm. whenever I want it I'll have it exactly I mean what's that one thing going to do yeah but if you keep going I can't I can't I can't this is bad this is bad and then you have it that's when all the wheels and everything and for me that's just not lifestyle you yeah. know and again with competition like obviously it's so difficult because you do have to eat a certain way you can't necessarily do those things as much like your and I hate using the word cheat meal, but that that refeed meal, if you want to call it that, it's very strategic. So you've got to do it when it needs to happen. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, that mentality also doesn't necessarily work in lifestyle because they think it, you know, just creates yeah. just like good, bad, this, that, can't, that, cheat. I mean, you're not cheating. Like, you're living your life. Yeah. You must enjoy it. So if you need, you know, but with competition – Unfortunately, it does have to be more strategic and you've got to be strong in your mind yeah. and strong in your relationship with food, yourself, everything, so that you know, you understand how to see it and view it and, you know, not like this yeah. restrictive, horrible thing. The li- I think the lifestyle you're creating, so you need to understand the lifestyle you're creating. Mm-hmm. So you, if your lifestyle is to look a certain way and you know to fit that lifestyle and to be able to live that lifestyle, you can have maybe cake three times a week. Mm-hmm. Don't expect to see yourself looking as lean as what you would on stage by having that kind of lifestyle. Exactly. So you kind of need to understand you this is, understand. yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's also, that's just time and that's just the experience and that's just learning your body and learning yourself because personally, like I would, let's say it's off season now away from a show, I would say, okay, I, I want to look a certain way so I know 
I would have two, let's say two refeed meals mm-hmm. a week. Yeah. If I have it on Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, it doesn't matter. So it's not like I'm living for Saturday. Yeah. I'm not living for Saturday. If I go out now, I, I was going to cheat on Saturday, but now it's Tuesday. I'm at an event and I see this nice food. I'm just going to have it on Tuesday. Just enjoy it. Then you know how to compensate for the rest of the yeah. week. Yeah. Well, you know how to, you just know how to like balance. Yes, yeah. At the end of the day. Because you also, you need to be aware of this, I can have this, but you do need to understand what the, not the negative things of it are, mm-hmm. but you need to understand the healthy choices that you might need to take mm-hmm. afterwards if mm-hmm. you're trying to lose weight. Obviously, everyone's goals are different, mm-hmm. so your lifestyle is dependent on your goals. Exactly. It's completely dependent on your goals and what's realistic for you, what's enjoyable, what's sustainable. Yeah. But I think, you know, a lot of people look at, you know, people in our federations and the world champions or you know and it's like I want to look like that but you know that was something I had to learn as a competitor like you cannot look how you look on stage day apart from stage day so not even the day after not even the day before it's just you know because like you know you you've done such a specific process for that day but I mean you know a few weeks like for me I think you know when I was like maybe a couple of weeks out I can easily look like that I can maintain that because of where I am on my journey and things like that you know but it depends so you've always got to you know you've got to understand like so many people aspire to these like competing bodies and things but that is not lifestyle although I think some some of us have learned how to lifestyle it to a point but you know you still it's so different you can't go this, you know, I'm, I'm living a lifestyle and I want to look like that. Like, you can look really good, don't get me wrong, in your lifestyle, but you've got to understand that it's it, it's different yeah. to what you're going to do. You know, your nutrition, you've got to be, It's I think it's more just the dedication behind it. Like, you've got to, like, every meal counts, every workout counts. Like, you know, if my coach gives me meals, I've got to get as much of that in. Yeah as I can you know if you fool you're busy like this that like it's going to affect yeah. the results especially over time if yeah. you're repeating that kind of you know so you have to understand that it, it, it's just more dedication it's more commitment like whereas when I'm more lifestyle if I'm having a busy week and I miss a workout I'm like oh it's fine I'll go tomorrow whereas now because it's show and everything counts it's definitely yeah. like oh I can't really afford to miss a workout but so you kind of find just a lifestyle within that as well you do um, well the longer you do it yeah. and the more you evolve within it yeah. obviously you you kind of learn how to yes but still that's the difference you know lifestyles it's definitely more relaxed in some ways yeah and I think I've, I've seen I've spoken to a lot of girls that maybe used to compete or have looked at other girls who compete and they say no I don't, I, that's not maintainable but that's what's not maintainable is the unhealthy way of competing the unhealthy way the unhealthy exactly. way of competing is never having a cheat meal or refeed meal whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it for 12 weeks mm-hmm. then afterwards you put on 30 kilograms mm-hmm. of weight afterwards that's because you neglected so much of your body actually you weren't actually looking after your body during exactly. that time you're neglecting it exactly and I think also what social media does is mm. you look at these girls and you this girl so lean all the time. Why does she look like that? Mm. Maybe she's got a terrible eating disorder and she's psychologically messing herself up because she really wants to look good because she has to. She feels yeah. she has to on social media. Or she's just posting old photos from a period of time where she was super lean. Yeah. So so they pay, social media can paint a lot. A false light to girls where they think that girl's always lean how is she always lean mm. she must always be being healthy mm. and I 
and I mean, you know, I've I've seen and lived the difference of where competing is done, where that is definitely not a lifestyle, it is not sustainable. But really, the way that I prep now, I mean, it can easily be a lifestyle for yeah. me now because, you know, it's been a long term vision. It's making sure that I have a good relationship. I understand what lifestyle is and I understand what competing is and I know how to kind of separate the two yeah. and also mesh the two at times, to be honest. I yeah, the, the more flexibility you've shown, I think, in your comp, the better you actually look. Exactly. The, the better you've looked now in your last show by actually being more slight or not fle- flexible in the sense that you understand what things are and what things aren't and exactly. not just expecting to eat chicken and rice every mm. single meal for 12 weeks and I know I've learned how to make this enjoyable and I've also made sure that I've worked with a coach who really knows his shit yeah. like honestly I mean I had this conversation with him the other day and I just said I have to applaud him because you know there is like you know you do get to this point for show day and then you know a lot of people are aspiring to that or you know they're comparing how you look then to how you look now or even how you look now is it maintainable and like we've already said you can't look how you look every day on stage you just can't but I think if you have developed a really good lifestyle if you're prepping the right way if you know what you're doing there's no reason why it's you can't build a body that is somewhat similar um but obviously you know not exactly but i mean i look at myself now and i i mean i remember the first time i competed like i used to think like i was so unhappy with how i looked after the show and i put on so much weight and this and i haven't once had any thoughts like that or worried like you know, I feel like I look fine and I'm yeah. happy and because it's all maintainable. So it is maintainable to a degree, depending on what you're doing, yeah. who's your coach, like the knowledge that you have, where you are in your health and fitness and mindset journey, like to a degree, it can be maintainable, yeah. some of it, but, you know, just not how you look on show day. Yeah. But I mean, most of the people on social media pretty much stay like two to three weeks away from looking like I would on stage mm. then that's why they're always doing these photo shoots because you know you I've can. got a week I've got two weeks to prepare that's all I need to do yeah. I don't have to do 12 weeks every single time I want to look good well even now like when I do shoots I don't even like I don't I don't I just like tomorrow yeah. I'm shooting and I'm like I'm going to get up I'm going to go and that's what it should be like I don't need like and I'm not going to do anything funny tomorrow I'll wake up have my breakfast yes you're not going to change what you did today I'll, compared sip, to I'll tomorrow. still sip on my water and then I probably because we, we're shooting in the morning then I probably will wait to have my lunch once yes. we're done shooting. I mean, I'm not going to sit and... But you would have done it if you had a meeting with it. So it's not like it's because exactly. of the shoes. So, you know, I think that's why you want to get to a point where, you know, it is lifestyleable and manageable because then you can do those things. Yeah. Like I also remember when I competed previously, I was like, oh, I've got to go through that whole process and cut this and do that because then I can't do a photo shoot. So I was like, I would refuse to do a photo shoot mm-hmm. unless I... And that's also nonsense. Yeah. I mean, you should really, if you know what you're doing, you should be able to just get up and yeah. go. 
And so it creates more opportunities for you by creating a healthy lifestyle where you're able to look good and feel good and train as much as you would be if you're competing, but you're not restricting yourself. You're still having this, the great, you're enjoying good food and good food doesn't mean pizzas and burgers. Good food can be a healthy alternative way of making boring like food. Good food is like healthy, crispy chicken and yeah. like sweet potato fries and burger mayo with like a delicious burger patty. But like I genuinely like, I don't like buns on yeah. Like I genuinely don't because it makes me feel terrible. Mm. I still eat that. If I want pasta, like basil pesto pasta, which I love, I have it. Yeah. Like, so I've learned, I've built such a fantastic lifestyle for myself that I have been able to incorporate that into my yeah. prep which is you why you just make the healthiest version of that meal you're not going to exactly. go make the deep fried version of it you're mm. going to make the healthier version and still enjoy it and it's still delicious that's yeah. why it's just like with a little bit of work and a little bit of effort like you can do these things and it doesn't have to be yeah. you know and for me like in my life the only difference right now in prep is obviously the programming is slightly different to what I'm doing yeah to what my life like when I'm doing lifestyle it really is just a complete blend of hits and resistance and um, you know I don't spend hours doing cardio I'm not on a cardio machine for like an hour a day I'm in the gym for maximum an hour but what I'm doing is a very like you know it's a blend of plyo and strength so that I'm getting the best out of that period of time because I don't want to be in the gym for hours in the day like no that's not fun and then Obviously, now with competing, there's definitely, there are some times where I have to spend like 50 minutes doing cardio and my weight training as well. Mm-hmm. There's some times where I've got to do like flipping 15 rounds of hit and do my weight training as well. So it's, it, you know, it's very different and it's hard for me to say what will be coming and what we're doing because yeah. it really just depends how my body is responding. Um, but aside from that, like the only difference is, you know, it's just, it's amped up. So you can't, you don't want to just, oh, I've missed a day here. Oh, I've done that here. Or, you know, I'm not going to eat this today or tomorrow. Like, you know, and there might be times where it happens because it's life and it's far out. But it's, you know, a little bit and then it's like straight back to it. You know, you can't really mess around too much with I think you should kind of sometimes just to be the best version of yourself you kind of just have to even some things might be difficult mm-hmm. but doing difficult things soon become easier and exactly. they, they soon become actually what you expect yourself and you expect yourself to be better than who you were yesterday and sometimes you don't feel like eating sometimes you don't feel like being healthy but it's better to be healthy for yourself in the long term and to build a lifestyle around that Mm -hmm. so if there's any advice in closing for anyone who maybe wants to compete Mm -hmm. or if anyone who wants to you don't even have to compete you could want to look your best and look as if you compete but you want to create a lifestyle around that what advice would you give any girls I think I I do believe that you need to have a solidified lifestyle like a good sense of self a good relationship with your food training I think you should have that all in place before you even consider competing because if you don't competing can eat you alive oh yeah like I think a lot of people can vouch for that I'm one of them but when I went back to the drawing board and I did the work it was the best thing that I've ever done Um, so I think the most important thing is to start there and if you don't know how to do it get a coach there's so many fantastic like online 
look, there's some really bad online training programs. There's some really good ones. So do your research, pick a good one, start there. Um, Because I understand, you know, it can be like pricing and affordability is, you know, it's different for everyone. Not everyone can afford a personal trainer. Not everyone can go to, you know, a qualified like nutrition kind of expert. So find a really good affordable solution that teaches you the right way. Even if that's researching everything yourself. Or researching you know, just things that are teaching you things the right way, yeah. how to train, um, what nutrition is, how to build a lifestyle. And I, like I always preach from the inside out, like something that gets your head and heart right and everything else falls into place. Yeah. Like honestly, do that first above all else. Um, and, you know, how long that will take and how long that journey is for you will depend on you. But then if you get to such a point where you feel so strong in that, then I think, you know, then you're ready to start looking at competing. And again, same thing, like invest, invest in the best coach that you can find. Um, you know, my coach, he trains the girls who I aspire to be. And, you know, to me, he's the best and he's absolutely, and I'm knowledgeable and I know a lot in my own way, but he's teaching me, like, I'm not specific, like, I'm a lifestyle coach. I'm not a competition coach. And there's a real art to it and you've got to go to someone who knows what they are doing um, because, again, it can make or break you if you've gotten to someone who's giving you really shit mm. advice, restricting you. Like, it can it can make it terrible for you. So, yeah. Yeah. so I think maybe the takeaway can be regardless of your goals, create a lifestyle around it. If that's mm. competing, if that's just looking better than you were yesterday and mm. just creating a normal lifestyle of training and eating healthy, I think find what works for you. Mm-hmm find what makes you happy and if something doesn't make you happy then it shouldn't be part of your lifestyle exactly 100% like if it's not making you happy don't do it yeah try something else like because if you don't enjoy it at the end of the day you're never going to be able to sustain something that's actually the heart of it all yeah if it's not enjoyable you're not going to carry on just cut it out of your lives cool guys thank you very much and indeed thank you yay thank you alright guys thank you very much and hopefully more podcasts coming soon